Welcome to uh, a Thursday edition of What's in the Cup. This is a little unusual. We try to do these on Friday usually, but uh, two great things are happening today that uh, force us to move it to a Thursday. The first is I'm leaving town tomorrow and uh, headed down to Brunswick, Georgia, to the College of Coastal Georgia, where they are having an investiture for their new president, Miss uh, Michelle Johnston. And uh, I'm looking forward to rec- uh, uh, representing the university as a part of that investiture program. We got to do that here last year. And uh, I really appreciated the other presidents from the system coming and, and uh, being a part of what we did here. And so I'm trying to return the favor as best I can. So I'll be uh, on my way to Brunswick tomorrow. So we're going to do this. But the other great reason that we're doing this today is because today is the day of giving for Georgia Southwestern uh, all throughout Americas, uh, across our alumni uh, population and all of our community partners and friends. People are making gifts to Georgia Southwestern today, and uh, we are really having a great time. It started uh, real early this morning. We got up and, and headed over. I say real early. I know for some people, seven o'clock in the morning is not real early, but for me, that's about an hour and a half early. So uh, we got to Cafe Campesino, and they were, they were opening their doors and serving coffee, and uh, we want to thank all the restaurants that are participating with us today. Cafe Campesino, Little Brothers Bistro, Pat's Place, Monroe's. Uh, I, I always, I'm not gonna mess this up, but I, I say Hero City. Uh, I don't know exactly, How do you, is it a hero or a gyro? It's I think gyro. it's Euro City, Euro? if I'm saying it right. I might okay. not be saying it right either though. Anyway, <laughs> so they're doing Roman Oven and Toboggan Steve's. Uh, they're all participating as uh, sponsors and uh, folks that go in there and have meals or drinks or whatever uh, at those places today, part of their, uh, part of their uh, bill will come back to Georgia Southwestern. And uh, obviously people are going online to uh, gsw.edu slash day of giving and making contributions. So we are very, very excited. It's a fun day. It's it's really, uh, uh, I don't know, it makes me feel great that so many people are uh, supporting the institution and, and enjoying what we're doing. So that makes, uh, that's why Thursday's here. Uh, but uh, probably the best news of all is that we are joined today by uh, a senior here at Georgia Southwestern, Miss Sadie Springer. Welcome to the office and welcome to the podcast. I'm super glad to be here. Honestly, blessed to be able to sit here and talk about Special Olympics as it's coming up. And it's funny because Euro City is one of my favorite places to go to, but I can't pronounce it right. <laughs> but they have some amazing food. So <laughs> they do. They do a great job. And I've never been able to figure out how to. The problem, I think everybody says it a little different. So I'm never quite sure. Uh, what the official uh, pronunciation is. But uh, Sadie, we are glad to have you here. We're going to talk about Special Olympics. We're going to talk about uh, what you're doing in the classroom. I know you're a photography minor and uh, a special education major. And so we're going to talk a little bit about some of that. Uh, But we are excited to hear about the the Special Olympics, which I know you're a big supporter of and and really, you know, putting the whole program together. And so we're going to have a chance to talk about that. I want to thank Jonathan Hobbs for being with us. Uh, this week, uh, Jonathan had a chance to, to visit. He was on the other side of the microphone last week as our guest, uh, but he's filling in for Bob 
uh, today and, and uh, Bob's out having had a little surgery. And so we hope he's doing well and feeling good. And I really appreciate Jonathan coming and, and uh, stepping in, doing a great job. So uh, Jonathan could have done it Friday, but you know, he's not the reason we're doing it on Thursday. That's all my fault. But uh, we're having a great Thursday. Uh, we always get started with a little bit of information about enrollment and student success. So I want to start with uh, the good news, our enrollment. Uh, Monday was the uh, census date. So that's the date that we uh, put a stake in the ground and say, this was our number for this fall. And the good news is we, uh, from a student headcount standpoint, we were up 1.5% or 42 students. Uh, so that was very exciting. And uh, from a credit hour production standpoint, we were actually down uh, a half of 1%. So very, very close to uh, breaking even on the credit hour production. And uh, we're very excited about that. And we're pleased with all of our uh, students and the, and the success we've had, or retention. Uh, looks like it's gonna shake out at 68% freshmen uh, sticking around to be sophomores. It was 68% of our freshman class. That's an improvement from about 61% to 68. So that was really a positive. And the good news is there's still a little room to get better as we move into next year. So our goal next year will be to be over 70%. And I am uh, fairly confident we can get that done. Everybody's been working very, very hard to make that happen. Uh, Sadie, I don't know if you have to deal with this, but uh, you got one more semester left? I do. Okay, so you do have to deal with this. Uh, I think the class schedules are out. Have you seen them? For next semester? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm student teaching, so I don't really oh, have classes. You don't have to do that. So you don't have to deal with no, that. No, I don't have to deal okay. with it. <laughs> well, spring, for the first time, we're rolling out spring and summer uh, class schedules together. Oh, wow. we've, we've usually rolled out summer uh, halfway through mm -hmm. spring. But what we want students to be able to do is to see uh, both their spring and their summer as a, an opportunity to really plan ahead and get ready for next fall. So students starting in uh, just a, a week or two will be able to start enrolling in classes. So I hope everybody is uh, one, seeing the class schedule, going to see their advisor, uh, making plans, but uh, really looking ahead to Maymester and summer schedule. We wanna encourage students to stick around for the Maymester. If you're, if you're living in the residence halls, um, We've worked out a deal where uh, we've lowered the price if you want to stay and take a Maymester course, which is another three weeks. Uh, we've got a really good price on our residence halls. You can stay in your same room. You don't have to move out and, and, uh, or, or relocate. You just get to uh, stay in your room, take that extra class, get those three hours, and then go home and enjoy your summer and uh, maybe take another summer class in the online format, whatever the case might be. But uh, we want people to really take a look at what we have to offer in the summer. And so we're rolling those out at the same time. That's a so. really awesome opportunity, honestly, because I know students struggle a lot with being able to have a Maymester and trying to find a fit in between staying on campus or taking yeah. this class. That's an awesome opportunity. Yeah, and, we, and I think in the past, you know, you'd take a spring load, but you weren't really sure what was going to be available in the summer. In the summer. To, and so now we're rolling mm -hmm. them out together, and we hope that helps and uh, allows people to really kind of see, am I going to be able to get that class I need, you know, the prerequisite or whatever it is. Well, everyone so. likes to plan ahead, yeah, so they well, try at least. <laughs> most people do. Some of us in this office would probably argue that, you know, what's the point of planning ahead? Um, it never seems to work out 
quite right. But anyway, you're right. We should try. And I certainly, uh, I actually planned, I was like a minute early for this uh, podcast today. So Ooh. we were, we had a, we had a lot of pre-planning <laughs> before we today. got going today. So um, a couple other things I wanted to mention. We have the first annual. I always love it when we say first annual because that is confidence, right? They are so confident that it's going to be good that they're going to do it again next year. The first annual fall festival put on by Educators Rising will be Saturday from 3 to 7.30 p.m. on the uh, Sanford Lawn. Uh, they have bouncy houses, dunk tank games, crafts, concessions. Uh, we'll have the glass blowing, uh, the Lake Blackshear Dog Rescue, Bell's Flower Truck, the America's Art Studio. They're all going to be out there. It's uh, free to GSW students, faculty, and to all members of the community. So uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. Going to have a lot of, hopefully, a lot of young, uh, long, young students and their families and uh, a lot of students, a lot of GSW students out there having a good time, enjoying uh, Saturday afternoon. Are you a member of Educators Rising? No, but we um, work hand in hand together, Special Olympics and Educator Rising, because obviously oh, we're good. housed in the same place. Um, so I'm super excited for their first annual fall festival because it's a big reach out to the community around us. And um, they have lots of games available. They're even using some of ours. So I'm super excited oh, to good. see what they're going to come out with. Yeah, I know they've been working really hard. And uh, like I said, this is their first annual. So we, uh, we hope it goes well. Hope everybody has a chance to come out. And uh, another event coming up on Friday is it's National First Generation College Celebration Day. So we're going to uh, all across the country and certainly here at Georgia Southwestern, we're going to take a minute to recognize those students who are the first in their families to go to college. And uh, here at Georgia Southwestern, somewhere around 40% of our students are the first in their family to go, which is pretty amazing. I, I'm always kind of impressed by that number uh, to think that in, you know, in this day and age, uh, with the opportunities and, uh, and, the, and uh, the availability of higher education, uh, that there's still 40% of our students are really the first ones in their family. We know the difference that that will make in their family's trajectory, the history of their family. So we want to celebrate them for taking that step and we want to offer them all the support that we can to make sure they are successful. Uh, because uh, if you haven't had that experience, sometimes you're not sure where to turn. And we want them to know that we're all here for them. And so uh, very excited that we're able to celebrate First Generation College Day. And that's on Friday. I think it's a luncheon at 1230 in the faculty dining room. So if you're interested in uh, serving as a mentor to uh, some of these students or just getting to know them and making sure they know you're available, you can uh, contact Darcy Bragg and uh, participate in the uh, luncheon tomorrow at uh, 1230. So those are a couple things that are coming up and uh, we've got a few more, but let's talk to Sadie for a little bit. Sadie, where are you from? So I'm originally from Loganville, Georgia, which is in Gwinnett County, uh, probably. It's up north of Georgia or Atlanta, right? Yeah. North, yeah. never eat, northeast. Northeast, okay. <laughs> yeah, they do never yeah. eat soggy waffles, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard never eat soggy waffles. That's the first time. So All the time, uh, never I, eat soggy waffles. How about that? <laughs> Learn so, something new today. Yeah, I actually, um, it's funny because I went to a small college, went to Andrew College previously before I attended mm -hmm. GSW. Mm -hmm. 
And um, Andrew's probably 200 people big. And so I come here and it's a big change. But my graduating class in high school was 500 people. Yeah. So it's like. You went to a wow, big high school, yeah. Huge high school. Yeah. So it's wow. interesting to be here. I actually enjoy like the small town and the people are very loving and kind. Yeah. So I enjoy it a lot. Well, that's good. We're glad you found us. And uh, Andrew College is uh, just north of Columbus. No, they're south. They're going towards. South of Columbus? Um, like if you're going towards Bainbridge. Oh, okay. They're okay. down that way. Little oh, that's right. That's right. Over on, the, over on the border between Alabama. And, yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. That's right. You can Very just good. pass and go, there's Cuthbert. <laughs> <laughs> Super well, small. Now, so how did you get there? I had a soccer scholarship. Oh, okay. There we go. And so I decided to embark on it and played soccer there for two years. Very good. And enjoyed it. Awesome. And my friend decided that she was coming to GSW, and I had nowhere else to go. And I was like, well, I guess I'm coming too. Terrific. So well, here I glad, am. We're <laughs> glad you ended up here. Now tell me, how did you, you can't, you're, you're, a, you're a special education mm-hmm. major. Uh, was that, the, is that always what you thought you were going to be, or did you have to kind of come to that along the way? Um, I kind of came to it, I guess, along the way. Um, during grade school, I was like, maybe I do want to be an educator, but maybe not because I didn't really enjoy kids. <laughs> <laughs> and so I went to Andrew on an education uh, associates. I have an associates in education. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I guess I'm just going to go this way because I couldn't think of anything else. And then I got to GSW. And Do- or Mr. Bernstein had one of his classes, and he just talked so highly of it. And I was like, I'm going to give this a shot. And I've never left. I wow. just love it and enjoy it. So I'm really blessed to be where I'm at right now with That's it. That's great. Now, you're going to start student teaching next semester? Mm-hmm. I am. Okay. Do you know where you're going to do that? Yes, I am at Lee County Middle School West. Oh, great. So Dillon Middle Schoolers. That's, that's, uh, <laughs> you, get, uh, you get bonus points in... Uh, in the world for working with middle schoolers. I didn't like my own kids when they were in middle school. So um, uh, that's terrific. And we're excited. Lee, Lee County's not that far mm-hmm. away. There's a nice little drive. Oh, yeah. And so uh, you'll be able to still still see us on campus a little bit too, right? Oh, yeah. I'll okay. be around most definitely. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let me run down a couple of other things, and then we'll get on to this Special Olympics. I know that's what you want to talk about. Um, couple of exciting things that uh, we want to talk about. One is uh, we announced earlier today, I, I think I saw an email about this, uh, commencement coming up this uh, semester, December 13th, Friday, December 13th. This is the first time we're going to split the commencement ceremony into two. Uh, last year we had, uh, we, had, we had three overflow rooms and all three of the overflow rooms were full. And uh, I don't think that, I, I, just, I just don't like that. I, I want, if you, you know, if, if you're going to graduate and your parents and your aunt and uncle and your brothers and sisters and your grandma and grandpa are going to come and watch, I want them in the room with you. And I want, I want them to be able to share that moment with you. And having, having people in the overflow rooms was, uh, uh, doesn't play to who we are, right? We're a small uh, we get to know you. We, we call ourselves a family. Uh, and to put people in overflow rooms felt uncomfortable. So we're going to split. We're going to have the undergraduate uh, ceremony at 11 o'clock in the morning. And then we're going to have the ceremony for all the graduate students uh, at 3 o'clock. So uh, that notice will be going out to all the students uh, in the next day or two. And uh, we're looking forward to having two really great celebrations and exciting day. Commencement's always such a fun day to see That's all the really smiles. That's really awesome, though, that like we've gotten so big 
big with people graduating that we have to split it. Like that's, that's right. That's amazing. <laughs> it is amazing. And uh, the good news for me is that I'll get to go to two graduation ceremonies and, uh, and anybody else that wants to go to two will have the chance as well. But it's great fun. Uh, but I wanted to make sure everybody was aware of that. Uh, we mentioned last on the last podcast that uh, our uh, campus-wide undergraduate research uh, day is coming up uh, in the in the springtime, and I think we announced the date for that. But another thing came across my desk. Uh, annually, we have a posters at the Georgia State Capitol uh, event, and this incorporates all the uh, University System of Georgia schools, and that has been set for February 25th. So if there are any students and uh, faculty advisors out there who would like to participate in the posters at the Georgia State Capitol as a part of undergraduate research uh, celebration, I hope that you will uh, let me know, or there'll, certainly there'll be information going around about that. But it's coming up in February 25th, which I think is uh, a month or, or so before we'll have our event here on campus, so they'll have to um, get going pretty quick. And, um, and then uh, one more thing coming up, and this is coming up next week, and I wanna be uh, particularly appreciative of Jeff Green. Uh, university is gonna host the Georgia Theater Conference from Wednesday through Saturday. Uh, we, uh, I got the, I, I printed off the uh, schedule and it was like nine pages long. So uh, I'm not going to read it all to you, but we have uh, high school theater uh, programs from throughout the state coming here to uh, put on their production and to compete. And there'll be all their teachers and, and we'll be here for a conference plus all the theater productions. So if you're interested in theater productions next week, there's going to be uh, hundreds, literally hundreds of, of, uh, of plays being presented both uh, in our theater here on campus and uh, down downtown uh, at the theater downtown. So there'll be great opportunities and we'll have lots and lots of people around all week starting on Wednesday uh, through Saturday. There'll be high school students, teachers, uh, I'm sure parents and all kinds of folks uh, on campus. So um, if and you have to like come to class, thing. It's, it is it's oh. like, so you need to Drive in early if you want a good parking spot would be my guess. <laughs> I'm saying you're um, planning for parking. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A will be incredibly busy. So uh, if you um, if you want Chick-fil-A, I, I would just be prepared to stand in line. Uh, anytime we have, that's right. <laughs> we have, we always have guests. They love to go to the Chick-fil-A. So that's coming up next week. And again, I want to thank Jeff Green, uh, who's one of our uh, great faculty members who uh, recruited them to come here and then is organizing all of the campus-wide activity. It's a huge economic impact for our community and a great way to showcase our, stu our, our campus to these students from all over the state. And as we all know, they're not all going to be um, actors and actresses. Some of them might want to be doctors or special education teachers. And so uh, it gives them a chance to see a school that they may not otherwise have a chance to see. So, all right, Sadie, let's talk about what you specifically wanted to talk about. And that is Special Olympics. Tell me what you do with Special Olympics, what it's, how we do it here at the university and, and what, uh, what people can look forward to. Okay, so Special Olympics is November 1st, and what we do is we host counties around of students. So even Sumter, we do Chris, Lee, and we have students come and compete 
in different games. Like, um, so it's fall, so we'll have basketball and roll, and they shoot hoops. I'm trying to think of it off my head. I should have wrote it down. But <laughs> um, they shoot hoops, they roll balls. I mean, we have the basketball team come and help out a lot, which is all in the Storm Dome. And then for our younger students who can't participate, we have an Olympic town full of games and face paintings and photo booths. And so it's a super exciting opportunity for students on campus or even faculty and staff to come and help out and be a part of something that's bigger than themselves. And just to see students just be so grateful and happy just to be there and enjoy the moment of Special Olympics. So it's um, a really good time and we put a lot of hard work and dedication into it through um, planning through a class actually and planning new games to having the volunteers separated out to where they're going. It's a, it's a big show, but a lot of behind the scenes work. So, so, so participating, not only do you get uh, to interact with the students mm -hmm. and, and really obviously get a real positive feeling there, but you get a lot of leadership development. You get a lot of teamwork and, and how, to, how to lead people and organize an event. And so you learn some things by participating in this as well, right? Oh yeah, you learn a lot. You can do a, a lot of leadership and just, I mean, it's just hands-on constantly with students and it's just very eye-opening, I'll say, and just so exciting just to be there and you feel like the energy running through the whole storm dome that day. Yeah. Uh, now, this, I think the thing for me that I find most uh, appealing about it is that is to see uh, students, our students, who uh, who interact with each other in a very normal way. Mm -hmm. um, I think sometimes when you put them in a situation with a student that has special needs, uh, they're a little concerned or, or uh, awkward, and and then to see them engage and start to recognize this is a person and and we can connect uh, is such a special thing and and a, a lesson learned that they can carry with them throughout their life. And uh, to me, that's a special, special thing to see happen. Well, I mean, everybody goes through that. Like, I mean, every, we, there's only six special majors, but all of us can even have a story behind, you know, that first initial working with somebody, but it's the point of when you get past it and you realize they're just like everyone else. They have the same needs and the same wants. They're just a little unique than mm -hmm. others and that's okay. And we want to be there for them and to show them how amazing they are. Yeah, and they and the smiles on their faces and the the, the celebratory spirit of the day. Uh, you know, everybody's having a good time. Everybody's accomplishing something. Oh, yeah. uh, it's just so fun to see all the smiles yeah. and laughing. And even if somebody doesn't want to have a direct connection with working with someone, which is perfectly fine, we have a crowd that cheers on the. Um, athletes as they win and that's just really rewarding to watch them stand up there and get their ribbon and smile it's one of my best feelings just watching that and yeah. we always have a crowd that sits at the bottom and cheers them on and stuff so if somebody wants to be involved in this activity uh, how do they how do they get in touch with you or with who should they be calling or talking to to get so involved? they can get in touch with me through my radar which is s capital s and then lowercase spring and there's no or springer no r at the end at the radar.gsw.edu 
or they can just come find me on social media. We also have Taylor Lawhorn who helps out a lot with it. And she does all like the raw, raw stuff, makes the <laughs> shirts and gets the volunteers in. And I do all the behind scenes work and organize it and do the nitpicky stuff. Cause that's my favorite. Yeah. So they can just find us anywhere. We're usually floating around campus a lot or just come in the ed building and say, Hey, I want to help. I want to help. And we'll find you somewhere. Awesome. <laughs> and I know a lot of the student athletes participate. Oh yeah. And a lot of the teams are out there helping and, and cheering on and making sure the, uh, the, the athletes are having a great experience. Mm-hmm. So uh, I know the coaches and all the athletes really look forward to it every year as well. They do. Yeah. It's super exciting. Honestly, um, the athletes are a huge part of it. They help transition athletes. And like I said, in the spring, they'll help out run games or even run the track. And then the fall, we have the basketball team do a lot of the um, athletes games down below and it helps tremendously. Yeah. And then a lot of them stay and cheer on. It's just awesome to watch them get round up. Yeah. just to cheer on a student so well we're uh like i said i've been here two years and and i look forward to the the event every year because it just makes you feel good and and makes you feel um to see our students involved and in doing something giving back and being engaged and uh and breaking down barriers and and not letting uh fears or negativity stop us and uh, really really uh, I'm appreciative and I love watching it and seeing everybody working so hard and so I appreciate your leadership and making it happen and uh, we hope that uh, this this year's event will be outstanding I have no reason to think it won't be and uh, we're, we're gonna be there to help you any way we can so thanks for talking about it and thanks for doing the leading on this now the other thing I want to ask you about is your special education major but your minor is in photography so tell me about photography. Is this something you've always enjoyed? Something you picked up? Are you artistic? Uh, you know, what kind of pictures do you like to take? Oh man. <laughs> um, so the background behind photography is when I went to Andrew. You know, there's a limited amount of people, mm-hmm. and so they um, had they needed a photographer. So I got voluntold. I wasn't volunteering. <laughs> it was voluntold to take pictures of the soccer game when I wasn't playing or the uh-huh. softball game. And I was like, okay. And so I knew very little, nothing about it. And I just jumped in and they told me my pictures are pretty good. And I was like, really? I just kind of sit there that? and click, 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 click and go with it. And so I came to GSW and I was like, you know what, maybe I can continue doing something with this because obviously I'm okay at it mm-hmm. and I can build my skills and I like art a lot too. I love paintings and taking pictures. Really? I do. And so I decided just to go ahead and get a minor in it and um, I just enjoy it. It's a hobby. So I just kind of continue to spur in it. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> something you can always do and something you can enjoy yeah. as a hobby or... Uh, you never know when it might turn into something more than that. But oh, yeah. what do you like to uh, take pictures of? Um, a lot of nature stuff. I'm really into like looking at like looking at photos and the text. You you want to feel them, the texture of them, and just like seeing crunchy leaves and being like, oh, I just want to touch that photo <laughs> and stuff. So just real non-noticeable things within our world yeah. kind of stuff. Okay. So, haven't been doing it lately though because I've no? been sitting in the classroom. So. Okay. Well, one of the things that I, I want, I, I'm not a photographer, uh, don't know much about it, but if, if I could ask somebody to go take some photos 
that I would want to like a whole series. Uh, when you drive around the back roads of Georgia and, and certainly in Oklahoma, uh, where I grew up, uh, every once in a while you'll see a barn that obviously was built a long, long time ago. It is in really bad disrepair. Probably, you know, looks like it's falling down. Uh, but to me, there's something interesting about those buildings. And then when the, the way it, at the right time of day, obviously with the light, you know, shining through the, uh, the wood and, and uh, I just think those are really interesting old buildings uh, and I always wonder what the story is you know why was it built why is it why is nobody using it anymore uh, but I think at the right time of the day they can be really pretty uh, too and so uh, if you ever need something to do and want to drive around the back roads and take some pictures uh, I'll uh, I'll buy them from you when you get when you get them all done because I just I think I just think those are really interesting old things and well it's funny you bring that up um, probably on the back side of Americas um, to the church I attend I was strolling through the woods and um, there's really old houses back there an old lady told me about it in the church and I mean they're like falling apart there's mm -hmm. bottles everywhere I mean the weirdest things and I was thinking the other day, wow, I wonder what the story behind this house is and like what happened and all this stuff. Because it's multiple houses just yeah. in this little area. And I was like, oh, maybe I could do a photography series of like these forgotten houses in this woods of, mm -hmm. of Americas. Yeah. And Not I thought that far it'd be away. super interesting. Yeah, it's like knocking on the back door. <laughs> like, yeah. So it's yeah. funny that you do bring that up. <laughs> yeah, I just, I've always, uh, you know, you, when you get out on these back roads, sometimes you see some things and those are always, I think, interesting for me. And so anyway, so if you need something to take pictures of or somebody else out there wants to take some pictures and bring them by the office, I'd be happy to put them up on the wall and uh, enjoy them very much. All right. We got a couple other things uh, to wrap up here. Uh, I want to uh, make sure uh, to recognize once again. Uh, Vincent Norman of our men's golf team. Uh, two, two, two tournaments in a row, Vinny has uh, come out on top. This, this week he won the Shark Invitational. He shot 12 under par for the entire tournament. He shot eight under par on the last day and uh, smoked the field and led our team to a third place finish. So our team is ranked, uh, last ranking came out, we were ranked number seven in the country after previously being not ranked. So they've gone from not ranked to, uh, to seventh and now uh, finished first and third in their first two tournaments of the year. And Vinny has won both tournaments. So he's off to a great start and uh, we, we really are excited for him and for uh, the team and, and uh, they're doing a great job. Our uh, men's and women's soccer teams continue to play and are doing a great job. The women played last night up in North Georgia. They were uh, they were tied zero to zero at halftime against the number 20 team in the country. And I think we just got worn down a little bit and gave up three goals in the second half. But they, uh, but our ladies are really doing a great job uh, getting better and better every week. And uh, we see that progress and we're excited about the direction they're headed. And uh, we did have uh, a loss in our um, athletic family this week. Ricky Burgess, the voice of the Hurricanes for uh, years and years and years and years, passed away on uh, Tuesday night, I believe. And uh, so we are all um, wishing uh, the, the Burgess family all the support and uh, 
good good uh, good wishes and prayers that we can send them uh, ricky was a, a great supporter of the teams and uh, obviously the voice of the hurricanes called a lot of great victories and i know a lot of the um, athletes and and coaches and and former players uh, remember ricky very very fondly and so we want to um, remember ricky and and his family today uh, finally i want to remind everyone that coming up on october 26th, the uh, Alumni Association will be hosting the Come Sail Away dinner, concert, and auction. It's going to take place in the Storm Dome featuring uh, Yacht Rock. You know what Yacht Rock is? No. No. (laughs) Um, I think it's like um, Mellow Rock from the 70s. Really? Maybe this, maybe some eighties. I don't know. That's like a but, hey Siri uh, question. Hey yeah, Siri. <laughs> yacht rock. So um, Christopher Cross, I think, would probably fall in that category. Maybe, maybe I'm. I hope that's right because I like Christopher Cross, but I don't know. Uh, anyway, it's yacht rock, and uh, it's going to be uh, featuring Andy Teal on the Andy T on the steel drums and the Nashville Yacht Club Band. And uh, we want to thank Citizens Bank of America for being our, our uh, presenting sponsor. And uh, tickets to the event are $50 for individuals, uh, or you can be a sponsor for $400. And I think if you are a sponsor, you get a whole table. So, uh, Sadie, you can get all your friends together and uh, come on out and enjoy some Yacht Rock. Yeah, I want to know what Yacht Rock is. I want to come. You're going to have to, you're gonna have <laughs> get to my question answered. That's right. You're going to have to look it up on your phone. <laughs> I think on Sirius Radio they have a yacht rock station. Uh, so you it's listen to on your yacht. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably, probably. If you're old enough to have a yacht, then you probably would listen to you know '70s music, I guess. Yeah, but uh, toy boat in the backyard. Uh-huh, <laughs> I guess, right. So we uh, anyway, that's coming up, and uh, again, we're having a great day today on uh, the day of giving for Georgia Southwestern. Uh, we've got. Uh, people all across town, all across uh, Americas, and our, all of our alumni are supporting the university today. I want to say thank you for that. Uh, we're having, I know we're raising money for scholarships. We're raising money for the Flory Chapel renovation for the baseball, softball, uh, indoor hitting complex. Uh, so there's lots of, of things that people can give to and lots of ways they can support the university and help us continue to grow. Uh, I want to congratulate everybody again on our uh, enrollment increase and remind everybody that um, retention is a critical part of moving the institution forward and making sure we continue to grow. And uh, we have students like Sadie that can graduate uh, because they get in and out of here in in appropriate time and on time, and we're excited for that. And uh, we want to thank Sadie for coming in today and talking to us about Special Olympics. Wish you all the best, Uh, not just (laughs) with your events, but we want to wish you the best with your student teaching. And uh, we'll see you in May, right? You're going to walk across the stage in May, so I'll get to see you there. And and then you can uh, start your professional career uh, soon after, right? Yeah. Okay. It's coming quick. It's knocking on the back door. It sure is. And uh, uh, you're you're at about the point in time where you're going to start thinking. Yeah. 
Yeah. What's well, next? you know, like you look on degree works and it's like the bar that goes across uh-huh. and there's like this little tiny like <laughs> centimeter and you're like, oh, man. I'm right here. And like last semester, I was like, oh, I'm ready. And this semester, I'm like, can I just stay in college? Uh-huh. I like it because I don't like getting up at seven o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> you don't either. Oh, no, you said either. that. And I said, oh, that's early. <laughs> no, no, school starts the really early. The college life, you know. That's right. Noon is good. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, we... We, uh, we talk to a lot of students that uh, become alums, and uh, whether it's one year after they've graduated, in some cases it's 40 or 50 years after they graduate, and they always say that my college time was the best part of my life. I enjoyed that more than anything else, and I'd go back if I could. So uh, don't, don't rush it. Enjoy it, and uh, take time to... Uh, spend with your friends and just remember this is a fun time and uh, life is a lot of fun there's a lot of great things that will happen but people remember their college years as really some special time so uh, we hope that yours have been good and we're glad that you've been at Georgia Southwest and we appreciate all your contributions Jonathan we appreciate you coming today and helping us out and I want to again wish Bob a speedy recovery and uh, Jonathan will take care of things until Bob's back and uh, we'll get back to work with Bob so at least at least Jonathan's gonna give it a try so we appreciate all the work hope everybody has a great weekend I will be uh, in Brunswick tomorrow and uh, celebrating the start of a new presidency there at coastal Georgia so thanks again for day of giving thanks for uh, listening to what's in the cup we'll see you next week right back here uh, probably on Friday